Today on the Serve Scale Store podcast, we have all kinds of goodness coming from you. Maggie has only been in the membership for 30 days as we recorded this, and she's went from having a $3,000 a month to $7,300 a month in celebrating her best month. And she's breaking down for you how she did that as a brand design strategist. And we're going to talk about creating a wow experience for your clients, getting systems in place, only focusing on having two mentors and really what this has been able to do for her family and how she started out as a blogger back in 2000 and shut down her complete business and didn't bring it back until 2016. So there's so much goodness. So I'm excited. Let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve Scale Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Hello, Serve Scale Soar family. I am so excited to be back for another episode with one of our Serve Scale Soar members, and her name is Maggie. And I'm excited for this conversation because Maggie hasn't been in my life for very long, in less than 30 days. And so I'm excited to dive in and just find out who you are, Maggie, and what you're all about. So tell my listeners who you are, who you serve, and who you are as a person. So as she said, I'm Maggie, and I am a designer and a strategist. So I do graphic design, but holistic brand design, and then also brand strategy. I work with purpose-driven small businesses who want to make a difference, but want to make a buck too, because I mean, let's be real, same, right? And as far as who I am as a person, I'm a mom. I have two boys. And then I'm married. I've been with my husband for 19 years. So we started dating when I was a teenager. I mean, that's me in a nutshell. I'm obsessed with the color pink. So Brandy can see me right now and she knows I am obsessed with pink. I love it. I love pink too, but I feel like you have me beat on the pink. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Okay. So back up a second because I know some of the listeners and me included are like, what is a holistic brand design? So I take everybody back to square one when I do brand design. I also do website design, right? But I go back to square one. I want to talk about what is your unique selling proposition, right? What, who is your ICA? I go back to what makes you different and why you're even doing this. Instead of just starting with like, what colors speak to your, to your brand? Like, I don't just do that. I go back to square one. So when I do branding, I do everything. I have a corporate background and I actually went to school for management. So because of that, I bring that to my business. I love that. And that leads it into how did you get started in the online space? Like what is your background? Oh my gosh. It is so crazy. So to say, how did I get started online? I was an original blogger. Like what do you mean original blogger? Well, I started my first blog in the year 2000. So when I say original blogger, I mean it, but that's not what I'm going to talk about today. So the way my business started, so I started my blog in 2000, right? I was pregnant with my youngest. I have two boys and I was pregnant with my youngest when someone approached me and was like, Hey, I read on your blog, you would be here today. 
And now we all know that as like making it. Well, at the time I was scared and I shut everything down. And I was like, I am shutting down my blog and I'm hiding in a hole until my kids grow up because that's so scary. So in 2016, I was like, oh, I'm ready to like be on the internet again because my kids are old and, you know, they're six foot tall. So chances are no one's going to kidnap my children now. <laughs> like They're giants. So I started my blog back up and I started getting sponsorships and stuff. So I started working with Pier One and Coca-Cola and I started like I was an influencer, right? And all of a sudden, people started coming to me for branding, like without me asking them for anything. Like they were like, hey, will you, will you design my logo? Will you do this? Will you do that? But I was working in finance at an insurance company. That wasn't my gig. So I was like, okay, sure. Why not? It just kept growing and it kept growing. And I was like, uh, I guess I could just keep doing this. And finally in 2018, I was like, this is, this is real. And I filed for my LLC and, and I went full time in my business in January of 2019. I love it. And so real quick, what was your blog about? Lifestyle. Lifestyle. So, so you're talking about everything? I, pretty much. When I partnered with like Coca-Cola, for example, it was a share a Coke campaign. Okay. And then I did recipes to go with that. So I did like a burger recipe to go with the share of Coke. Gotcha. And when I did Pier One, um, they gave me a bunch of money to do my kitchen, to like do a farmhouse style in my kitchen. And then it was like photography. And then I did a recipe on quick and easy meals. So it was like a layout of cold cuts and stuff like that. Okay. So it was Very like, cool. it, it was just like the most random stuff. And then I did mindset to go with that. Okay. And when I was doing all of that, it just parlayed into local moms who were starting their businesses. And they were like, hey, I read your blog. Could you brand me? And I was like, okay. But because I had that business background, I was like, well, I'm not just going to, I know you like the color green, but what does that actually mean to your brand? And it, it evolved into this bigger picture on its own. I love this because so many of us on the podcast that have already been, we started our services because we had a blog. My blog, I only had for two months, but it led yeah. me into the service-based business. And we had Shanti Zach on here who her copywriting led her into it. And it's so crazy that so many people start on the online space as bloggers. And I think the big thing is you were probably making pretty good money with your blog since you were getting the sponsorship. But I know yeah. for me, I was like, this is going to be like a long, like big commitment to see financial gain from blogging. And then when yeah. you go into the service-based business, it's like that instant gratification of getting paid, which yeah. is so different. So, I mean, I'm yeah, sure I was that paying was my car payments. I mean, like I was paying bills. Right. That's really cool. It, it was crazy. And it, but I was like, okay, like it's a lot of work to yes. be a blogger. It's a lot of work. And I got to tell you, running your own business is less work than being a blogger. Yes. It really is. Absolutely. And, and it's way more fun to run your own business than it is to be a blogger. And I have so much more fun and I love it so much more okay. than taking pictures of, you know, Coca-Cola. And I just love it so much. And I just want to backtrack really quick because this is a conversation that hasn't come up, but when you talked about shutting down your business because your kids were little and having that fear of social media and everything, I have the exact same fear. So, mm -hmm. and I think this is a conversation that hasn't happened on the podcast yet, but 
we don't post a ton of pictures of Riley and people are always like, why don't you have pictures of Riley? And why isn't she like all over the place? And it's that same thing. Like we struggle on where's the boundaries? How do we show up authentically in our life, but also protect her? And it's not even like someone's going to kidnap her. I mean, yes, that's always a fear. I think that's every parent's fear, but it's just that boundary of, well, it's her decision to make and she's not at an age to make a decision. So now looking back, if you were in the same situation then and your kids were like, as you are now and your kids weren't six foot tall, right? you feel the same way, like that you needed not necessarily shut down your business, but that you needed to protect them on social or would you be more open now? If I were doing it now, I would be very guarded. Knowing what I know, I wouldn't have shut it down and run away. I just would have been more guarded. We didn't know back then how to create those boundaries. So I just shut down and left. I simply would have not posted so many pictures. I was so naive. And I literally was like going to the kitty park today. And I took Logan and my husband and I went and I was pregnant with Mason. And we went to the kitty park and the woman approached me and was like, I saw you'd be here today. And I was like, good God in heaven, <laughs> like, yeah. what are you doing here? And she was like, I, I'm so excited to meet you. And I understand that you're excited to meet me. However, I am pregnant. I have, and my kids are 18 months apart. I had a baby with me. I was like, I don't know you. Yeah, and I think this is a great lesson for all of us even now. It's like, mm-hmm. if you choose to show your kids online, like no judgment here, like at all. Right. But I think there is something to be said about sharing in real time and mm-hmm. sharing after the fact. And I think Correct. that's a great example of where you were just like going to the park and then that happens. And I know this was a big eye opener for us when the whole thing happened with Kim Kardashian, no matter what your opinions are on her, but the fact that they were posting in real time. And so the people who attacked her knew exactly where she was. And so this is something we're very cautious of is we'll take videos and we don't post until after we're gone, especially like at Disney and things like that. So I think this is just like a total side note, but something that I feel like is really important that just doesn't get talked about. Yeah. And it's so important and such an eye-opening issue, especially with children. I mean, everybody's safety matters, obviously, but when you're protecting little ones, it's such a big issue. And for me, I was like, okay, well, then this path's not going to work out for me because I need to go home. And and I was a stay-at-home mom, so that was what I was doing until Mason, my little one, was six months old. And I was like, I'm just going to go back into the workforce because I can't do this to them. And I did. I went back into the workforce until my blog in 2016. I went full-time in my business in January of 2019. So I went back to work until then after this experience because it was so traumatic for me. Right. Meanwhile, my kids had no idea what happened. You know, Mason wasn't born yet. (laughs) And I'm like, meanwhile, I'm like, I almost had my kids stolen. This woman meant nothing by it. (laughs) Right. In my mind, I'm like, she was there with, you know, she she meant nothing by it. She was just excited to see me. Right. But it was so early. So I was pregnant. So this would have been 2003 is actually the year that this happened. And I was like, "Uh, uh, no, like, I can't have that. I can't have that energy. Like, it's so scary. 
And now I think it's great because this was a learning lesson where you said you wouldn't necessarily go back and shut the whole thing down again. We just right. learned to be more protective. And I think that's a great example of making decisions very, and you know, you were also pregnant, which probably played a role right. into it too. Right. And I think just learning like, so taking a step back and counting to three before making any business decisions. And we talked about this recently, I think in Surf Skills or the Soaring Inner Circle Mastermind about being cautious of where we are as women in that Mm -hmm. time of month or hormones before making business decisions as well. And so I think this was just a great side conversation, but I do want to bring it back to your business. And so you went full time in 2019, January. So tell us like what this year has looked like and where you are now. So we are recording this in February of of 2020. And I had my best month ever in January of 2020. I signed up at the either the end, I, I can't tell you the exact date that I signed up for Surf Scale Soar, but what I did is I decided at the end of, of 19 that I was only going to learn from two people in 2020 because I spent 2019 trying to learn from everybody, which no, does not work. You don't do that. That is ridiculous. So I decided I would learn from you and I would learn money mindset from Denise Duffield Thomas. So that's it. I'm not taking any of these other courses. I'm not doing it. I have my little money mindset thing going and then I have serve scale sore, right? So I started implementing all of the systems and doing all of that, which uh, by the way, once you get addicted to this portal, it's all anybody talks about all of your clients. So I started that. And then I had my best month ever in January and it set me up for almost a six figure year, but I'll make up the difference. It'll set me up for well over a six figure year in the end. So I went to a conference. I was at a conference. I left on the 30th. By the time like I was at this conference, I saw two more payments come in while I was at the conference. I ended up at $7,300 for the month. That's amazing. Just so you understand, it's almost double what I was making in 2019 per month. I was so excited because I don't take spending money in my business lightly. I am one of those people that is like, if I invest in a course, I am taking the course. I'm going to implement the course. Now in my personal life, like if I buy shoes, I might wear them once. (laughs) But in, in the business, if I'm buying it, I'm doing it. Like it's not, it's not a game. So when I picked my teachers, I was very, very conscious and intentional. And I had never heard of you, just so we're on the same page. I had never heard of you. And I got hooked after your webinar. And I was like, this is actually what I need. Like, I had been recovering from surgery. I had had surgery in November and I had six-week recovery. And I was like, I'm going to only have two teachers. I've made all these conscious decisions. And I went looking for people. And once I saw your webinar, I was like, this is my teacher. This is where I'm going to learn this. And immediately saw results. Ah, I love so much about this. I do want to backtrack really quick. One, congratulations. That's incredible. Thank you. And I want to dive into like what that looked like. But first with the two people. So what made you decide? Because this is something that I, and I know that you just found me. So you haven't heard me talk about this. 
But this has been something that like I go on podcast after podcast and talk about this has been one of the biggest things to my success is only having two to three teachers Mm -hmm. and really staying in my lane and focusing on that and not having all this like shiny object syndrome type deal. And so why did you decide after learning from everyone that going into 2020, you were only going to learn from two people? So the main reason is because I meant to do that in 2019. So in 2019, I had decided I would learn from Amy Porterfield and Marie Forleo. That was my plan. And I took B-School last year. Like I did, I did it. I like, I was like, yeah. And then after completing these things, I then took every class in the world. (laughs) I then signed up for every single course that ever came my way. And I took them. But the thing is, like, as you complete them, you can't implement them fully Because a lot of times when you're taking a course, you want to go back and redo the modules, right? Because you're not the same business person you were six months ago and you want to redo them just to make sure that you didn't miss how to implement something or you're implementing in a different way at this point in your business. Things change. So I intended to do that. That's just how I am as a business person because I do have a corporate background. So I understand the importance of finding a subject matter expert and then following that teaching all the way through. But something happened to me last year and I was just so desperate to see higher results. And desperation leads to scarcity and that's below the line thinking. So I'm a big mindset person. And that's below the line thinking. And that's what happens with the shiny object syndrome, right? So when I knew I was entering 2020, I had that recovery time, which I normally don't take that kind of time. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it this year. I simply won't allow myself. So I was very mindful of having the automation in the systems and then the money mindset because those two things are truly all you need once your mindset is set. You just need your money mindset. And I knew that that was a big, big problem for me. That's a big one for a lot of people. So you're not alone. Right. So between the two, this year should be amazing. It already has been. I'm excited about this. And I'm a firm believer in only learning from two people and then reaching out like one. So everyone knows Rick Mulready is like my coach go to, mm-hmm. and then James Wedmore for mindset, but them two are like friends and everything. And then like Stu McLaren and stuff like that. So I keep my circle really small and I think it keeps the blinders on like you're talking about and it makes you focus. You're right. not taking this strategy, this one, this one, trying to make them all work. It's like, just follow the action plans and they'll get you the results. And so I love that you only have two mentors and I'm honored to be one of them. So I appreciate that. And then the other thing that I want to dive into is you talked about the portal that your clients can't stop raving about. So elaborate a little bit more on that for us. So Dubsado is amazing. I'm a Gemini and I don't know if anyone else is like, like loves astrology I'm not like astrology, like, oh, I'm bored under this sign, so therefore I'm crazy. Like, no, it's not like that kind of astrology. But like, I'm a Gemini to where I have a hard time following through on things and have to literally push myself. The portal fixes this for me because everything's right there. I don't have a hard time following through. I sent them a questionnaire. They send it back to me. It doesn't get lost in my inbox. It's right there. It fixes everything. And my clients love it. Because it's right there for them too. They don't have an excuse. 
it gets rid of all of those issues. Plus, you can just add it to your website where it says client portal. So nobody has an excuse for log. It's it just all of the excuses are gone. All of and them. And just to elaborate a little bit. So Dubsado, for anyone who isn't familiar with Dubsado, the way that I teach managing your clients, we'll link up the discount code below. But it's really the way that we send all of our contracts, invoices, client management, all of that is housed through Dubsado. And what she's talking about is each of your clients gets a client portal where all their questionnaires, their contracts, their invoices, all of that lives. And so, like she said, you're not searching through your inbox, your clients aren't trying to figure out where things are. There's a central hub for everyone, which creates that client experience for people who just want to up-level their services. They want to stand out in the crowd, like wow your clients within the first 24 hours and they will be your clients for life. Mm -hmm. And so part of that is having a system in place like Dubsado to wow them when they come in, but also it alleviates time for you to get back because you're not searching and you're more organized, even if you're an unorganized person, yes. which is truly winning for everyone. And so that is what she's talking about. So I'm guessing you weren't using Dubsado before ServSkillSource. Correct. I didn't know it existed. Right. So I saw it on Pinterest and everyone was always pushing it on Pinterest. But you know how when everybody's pushing something, you're like all of a sudden resistant, like you have defiance disorder and you're like, I just suddenly don't want it because everybody's telling me I need it. And then once I saw your walkthrough, I was like, oh, I do need it. Oh, I need it right now. I immediately fell in love. Oh, you guys, you guys, if you're not using it, you can customize your header in the portal. Oh, it's so amazing. Oh, and from someone who does brand strategy, this would yes. be very appealing to you. Oh, it's so pretty. It's just so pretty. It's, I, am, I am in love with Dubsado. I love it that. is my absolute favorite thing. I love Favorite that. thing. And what's even better is for if you are into the visual and the template library, I don't know mm -hmm. if you found this yet, but I show you like my pretty proposal mm -hmm. and then the super basic proposal that got me to six figures. And I'm sure that I would imagine your proposals are probably really pretty. Yes. Because of you and Dubsado, I canceled what I had been using. I had been paying 19 a month for Proposify. And I canceled it because I was like, I don't need all this. Yeah. Like, I can just, it's crazy. It's crazy how many different little things you can get rid of once you find Dubsado. You don't need all of it. Dubsado does it all. So you got the systems in place, but mm -hmm. what took you from $4,000 a month, $3,000, $4,000 to $7,300? Yeah. What do you think was the biggest like factor that did that for you? Mindset shifts. 100%. Knowing that I had made the decision to implement the systems and get there got me there. <laughs> I know it sounds like, like, so you just decided? Kind of, yeah. Like, I made the decisions to learn from the right people, to do the right things, and then I started doing it. So that's half the battle, is literally deciding to do it and then doing it. Right. And I think that's the thing that people make like a mistake because they either say like, well, I made the decision and it didn't happen or I took action and it didn't happen. But it's really a combination of the two together where the magic happens. It's you have to make the decision and I truly believe that that's going to happen. Not this fake, like, 
oh, I'm going to make a million dollars. But like in your heart of hearts, you know that you're not going to make a million dollars. And then it actually has to be the action that backs up that decision where the goal happens. And it sounds like that's exactly what you did. Right. That's, that is exactly right. So once I actually made those steps, I then did the work, right? Like I didn't just sign up and then go, oh, it'll work out. Like I'll, I'll figure it out. No, I then went and implemented Dubsado. I went and set up that portal. I sent everything through the portal and all of a sudden people, like I got referral business from that. So would they have referred their friends if I hadn't had that portal? I don't know, maybe, but I can't A-B test that. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to try it. I don't want to A-B test that, to be honest. Well, I feel like you probably did A-B test it because all of 2019, you weren't using the portal and then you switched and used it and now referrals. Because creating a a wow experience for your clients makes you so much easier to refer. Yes. And it's like, and it's funny because the first person I sent to the portal to, he's like, this is amazing. And that's when I realized I was like, I have to add the link to my website. And that was the next thing I did was add it to like client portal login. Like that was the next thing I did was add it because I was like, this just makes it so much more user-friendly. And my whole brand is ease of use for the client. That's what I'm all about is just like low pressure, very easy. That's one of my core values is ease. So having it be like, you just click here and everything's right here. It just aligns with everything I do. I love that. I love that you have the systems, you have the mindset, you're working on the money mindset, which I think is huge. And I think that's going to serve you so well. And then I want to talk about, okay, so you had this $7,300 a month. So Mm -hmm. what has that done for your family, for you? And let's just chat about that. So it's actually done a lot for my family. My husband hates his job. My 2020 goal is get him to a point where he can just leave his position, but that includes benefits and all that kind of stuff. I don't want to talk about that. So let's talk about right now. He cannot stand his current employer, right? Who hasn't been there. So he was like, well, I really want to look for another position. And out of nowhere, he was offered another position. And this is something that Denise DT actually teaches in her money mindset is that a lot of times when you start looking for things, things pop up like for other people. And he was offered another position making about the same, but better benefits. But this money will allow us to go there and have him make about the same with me having a cushion and me providing that cushion that if even if the first couple months aren't quite there, while we figure out what this will look like financially, we'll have better benefits. Great. We'll have to figure out the rest. He'll be happier. He can switch jobs after all these years at this other position. He knows I have his back because I'm able to provide. And it's so freeing to know that I'm able to put his mental health on such a high priority with providing financially it matters. And he's so unhappy there that he's putting in his notice Monday. So by the time this airs, he'll already be at his other job. Uh, I love this so much because so many people are afraid to grow their business because they're afraid of success or they're afraid of what having money does about them or means about them. And I heard this 
I don't know where, but it's always stuck with me and it's money doesn't change people. Money amplifies people. Right. And so if you are already like a crappy person, yeah, when you have more money, you're going to be even more of a crappy person. But if you're already giving person, you're doing these for all the right reasons, it's just going to give you more opportunities. And the fact that you're able to help your husband get out of a situation that's not ideal for him that he doesn't like to be in and do that with your business. Oh, that is such a gift. And I know that it probably feels like a million bucks to you. I'm so glad. And he, and he kept saying, he's like, do you think this is the right thing? Do you think this is the right thing? I was like, I made more money this month than you did. So yeah, it's the right thing. I think that's how I know it's the right thing. Because even if you made $0 next month, I could have paid all the bills. Like that's what matters. That is yeah. That, that's what matters is like, I can, I can take care of it. It'll be okay. And I'm set up in the same way in February. Like I'm set up to pay everything. Like I can pay everything in February with everything, all the invoices that are out. So even if everything went sideways, don't worry about it. I got it. It'll be okay. And it's so amazing that we can create businesses that allow us to work from home mm-hmm. and allow us to have you know, income that CEOs make and we just get to do it in our PJs and all of our pinkness and we get to determine our success. And I love that so much. And I love that it's providing for your family and making changes in your family. And Maggie, this has been so good. I know that my listeners are going to be so just encouraged and motivated and have so many takeaways. And I do want to do some rapid fire, but before we do the rapid fire, where can my listeners find you just reach out to you, say thank you and connect with you. So you can find me on Instagram at Maggie D like Diane Isley, I S L E Y. Or you can always go to my website, Maggie Isley.com. And we'll make sure to link all that up in the show notes. Yep. Those are the best places for me. Perfect. And now let's do some rapid fire. I love doing rapid fire, but it doesn't have to be, I'm not like a strickler. So it doesn't have to be like the first word that comes to your mind. Just the first thoughts that come to your mind. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready when you are. Okay. What's the favorite part of your business? Uh, The fact that I can be as pink as I want to be and I'm authentically me. I literally have pink hair, just so people understand. (laughs) I know. We're going to get a photo before we end, so I can make sure to show everyone how pink you truly are, and I love it. (laughs) Okay, so what is your favorite software tool that you couldn't run your business without? Uh, Dubsado. And this is new. I love that. Okay, so what is the best conference you've ever been to, virtual or live? So WED Cleveland. So WED is Women's Entrepreneurship Day. And the Cle, I'm in Cleveland, and Wed Cleveland, I actually got to speak at in 2019. That's exciting, and it was amazing. I definitely recommend if you have a Wed conference. It's always in November. If you have a Wed conference near you, attend. You will find the most amazing women in attendance. Perfect, and we'll link up their website in the show notes as well. Yeah, it's actually through the UN. Okay. Very cool. We'll look into that. I love that. Okay. So tell me the best piece of advice you've ever received. To increase my prices. Yes. That was one of the first, I will never forget it. 
it was actually through a mutual client. I met a PR woman. Her name is Lorraine. She runs Prosper for Purpose. And she, we, we actually met for coffee afterwards and she asked me what I was charging. And she's like, oh, honey, no. <laughs> and I have, I've increased them like fivefold since then. I love that. I'm all about increasing oh, prices. That was the best advice I've ever received. I love it. So everyone listening, go increase your prices, no matter what they are right now, increase (laughs) them. Increase them. People will pay them. And when they stop paying them, that's when you might want to look at them. (laughs) But until until they stop, keep going. I love that. Okay. And this is one I never tell y'all about beforehand. And I'm interested to see yours because you've only been in SurfScaleSore 30 days. But what is your favorite part of the SurfScaleSore membership? It is definitely the community. So I am not active. I am a lurker. Lurkers are learners. So it's okay. Uh, Yes. So I'm a lurker because I'm just not, my personality doesn't translate that great into writing because I'm very sarcastic. (laughs) So people just think I'm mean, (laughs) but, but I'm not, I'm, I'm just sarcastic. So I, I lurk a lot, but everyone is so sweet. Oh, they're the most helpful humans and I just adore them. Like when I first commented, I found somebody like an hour away from me or an hour and a half away from me. Like they're the most, they're the most helpful humans. And I love this because this is a totally different perspective because I really didn't know what you were going to say. And I thought it was going to be something other than community because you're so new to the community. And a lot of the people who have been on the show have been in the community for a while and things like that. And I love that even you, who you're a lurker, which lurkers are learners, so totally okay that you still feel that community. And I think that's really powerful. And so this was such an interesting conversation for me to hear. And I have one more question that's not on here, but it's so selfish. And that is, if you didn't know me before, does that mean that you saw my Facebook ad for the masterclass? Oh, I love that even more as a Facebook ad strategist. That means your ad works and your... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that means that means you're good at what you do. And it pulled me into the masterclass. I loved what I saw and I thought on it and I signed up. I yeah. love that. Yep. I love that. It worked. Good job. That makes me feel like I know what I'm doing. So I love this conversation, Maggie. This was so good. And I just appreciate you for being open and honest and sharing all your goodness with us here on the podcast. Oh my gosh. I had so much fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Y'all, that was so good. I loved getting to know Maggie and really like what she does and who she serves and how confident she is in 2020 being her best year ever. And I have no doubt she will be celebrating that six-figure year. And as soon as she does, she will be back on here with all her pinkness sharing with us how she did it. And I want you to go and leave Maggie a message reach out to her and tell her what your biggest takeaway was. Because I think we talked about a lot of stuff that we've never talked about on the podcast. And I want you to DM me and let me know what your biggest takeaways were as well. So I encourage you to go out this week, serve your clients, scale your business and soar into that six figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.